0: On the store, more there the movies. Doing to the and re Welcome uppers, downers, and visitors to a follow-up showdown, showdown follow-up, a special type of episode we'll be doing this season in which we discuss sequels that have come out since we did our own sequels on a previous episode. This episode's subject is 2021's He's All That, a Netflix movie release. Uh, And uh, debatable whether it is actually a sequel or not to 1999's She's All That, a movie we all sequelized previously last season. So getting right into it, I'm Paul Getz. I'm here with my co-host Travis McMaster and Lauren Bacorni. Hey guys. Hello. Hey Hey oh. Thank you for being willing to watch this movie. For those who don't remember our guest for this episode was a friend of mine, Adam Hoffbauer, one of few remaining follow-up showdown all-stars who championed that episode and came up with the sequel we all liked the best. Uh, he would not agree to watch this movie or do this episode with us. So hopefully for future ones of these, we will have that guest back. This time he he just didn't want to do it. And uh, having seen it, I don't blame him too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to need it, but Travis, could you think you could hit us with a (laughs) minute with McMaster on this movie? Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Um,
0: For those of you who don't know, a minute with McMaster is when Travis breaks down everything that happened in the movie in one minute. Let me know when you're ready.
1: I will let you know. Okay. I will let you know. A
0: minute minute with with McMaster. McMaster.
1: Uh so in and he's all that the popular person is a, a young lady and she's an influencer and she's like super popular and she that's she that's the way she makes her living for her uh working class mom and she pretends to be rich and popular at school. Uh, she gets cheated on by her her sexy boyfriend who's like a pop star but maybe he sucks uh, as a pop star. <laughs> And then um, she's not popular and she loses her sponsorship and then she makes a date with uh, one of her mean friends, uh, the stakes of which I'm kind of fuzzy on, to make a jerk loser guy popular on online. And then and then she, as she does that, she falls in love with him and then he finds out and she, he's, he doesn't like that um, or anything else, it seems. And then he brings his horse to prom and she <laughs> likes him again. Oh, and then Matthew Lillard's there and they dance like in the first one. It's like the first one, but he yeah. is the all that.
0: All right, yeah, so you know. Good. Yeah, not that's bad. Not bad. You said uh, she makes a, hard a one to date mess with up, her best honestly. friend. I did? Right? Yeah. You meant to say makes bet. Date? Yeah. I meant a yes. bet. Yeah. yeah, okay. She does not make a
1: date with her best friend.
0: All right, well, this is going to be uh, more of a structureless episode in which we just chit-chat about our feelings on the movie. But I do have a couple questions I want to ask, the first being a follow-up to our last episode uh, on She's All That, which is, in your opinion, is he all that? No, no. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's not his fault. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Not his fault. It's not his fault. I would say he's close to all that. I he's <laughs> closer to all that than she. She being the the Freddie Prince Jr. role. I. Boy, this is going to get confusing. Okay, so just to uh, frame this so we can maybe talk about... Because I'm not going to remember these character names.
1: I've been calling him Seth or Horse Guy.
0: <laughs> I believe he's Connor, right? No. Yeah, Connor. Connor. No,
2: Cam? Cameron. Cameron. Cameron.
0: Cameron, Cameron Queller yeah. is his name. The the uh, ugly duckling who she's making into the Prom King. And then her name is Paget. That Paget. one I do remember, Paget Sawyer, because it's such a crazy name.
1: Like Paget Brewster.
0: I thought it was Paget uh, at first, <laughs> and she is played. Okay, so the only real significant casting here, besides what we'll get into with the uh, people coming back from the first one, but the lead actress in this is Addison Ray, who is a TikTok star. I know fairly little about TikTok, but as far as I know, she's famous for dancing. Uh, which I have you do never get to see her do a little TikTok. bit oh, in this yeah, movie. I mean, I would assume she's still popular and famous, but this movie was supposed to be filmed in 2020, so she was cast well before that. Like, part of the package deal was her being the star. So perhaps her heyday on TikTok was was back when. Before we were on back it. Back
2: in the day, yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh,
0: in any case, our lead is a TikTok star, and I think that that shows. And I thought between the two of them, between the two leads, the other actor being a guy named Tanner Buchanan, I thought he was far more charming and seemed like an actor. I thought she um, had a lot more difficulty.
1: I would like, I would modify what you've said for, for my opinion to be a hard opposite, mm. completely inversed. Uh, I thought she did perfectly, perfectly great, uh, uh, for, you know, like what, for what this movie's get delivering. I, I thought she was, Whew. uh, perfectly charming in the role. Uh, he, everyone did fine acting everyone was a perfectly perfectly cromulent actor and there were some really nice standouts um it's possible that i just hated his character so much more <laughs> i really struggled with how i was supposed to feel about anyone in this movie i didn't know mm-hmm. who i was supposed to like or dislike so it kind of just fell to the actor on screen and whatever they were doing and i just thought that i just thought that she just she did Better, better. I liked her. Let me say, I liked her more.
2: I don't think that the fault lies with any of the actors in this film. Oof. Um. At, oh, except for not, not, not fault, but a standout for me was uh his little sister, Brynn. Bryn. Yes,
0: she did a good job. Her, her
2: like her like crying scene. I was like, yeah. baby, this yeah. movie does not deserve you. You don't have to go this hard. But she's like, this is my chance. Now I wait for the roles to come in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that scene. We're jumping all over the place here, but I guess that's fine. Yeah, it, it's established that she, the two of them's mother, has died previously, and mm-hmm. so that scene is the scene where she's convincing him to take Addison Ray back, to take Paget back after he's discovered the bet and blown up at her. But it's also about their mother's death so mm-hmm. that scene was a little a mess to me because it i agree she was great and i really felt for her but it cheapened it so for her to say oh you know you're happy for the first time since then i miss my brother so take you know like so make it about the plot of the movie like it it it, it was very indicative of how the rest of the movie went where they just kind of jammed what they needed in so i was like well let this scene breathe Let this scene be its own scene and not have to fast forward this into the main plot. You know what I mean? I would rather that scene have just been between brother and sister.
1: Yeah, but we're not making a we're not making an Altman movie from the 70s, man. I'm just
0: it into the plot, tie it into the plot. Let's go. It's an improvement that's easy to make. I mean, you know, I'm trying to think what scenes could have been cut because obviously I don't want this movie being longer than an hour and a half.
1: Oh, you could definitely, Uh, it's not a lot, and I hate to take a a role for this kind of woman out of a picture, but you could just take grandma out of the movie, because all she did was confuse me.
0: That was, but see, again, this is exactly what I'm referring to, where grandma, the use of grandma, who, again, plot-wise, they live with their grandma, oh wait, they live with their grandma because their mother died and their father lives in Sweden, only reason we get for that is his choice, Yeah, so... Don't know what he's doing in Sweden, but so they live with their grandma. She's in two scenes. She has three lines. They literally don't introduce her, right? She just appears. They
2: don't even say that's their grandma.
0: Yeah, it is. That's just deduction. That could be their old roommate for all we know. And the last time we see her, she's talking about sex. She says, like, something about the last time when you're old, you don't know if it's your last, it's going to be your last time. And then they ignore her. She, that like, it's a really sad, weird, dark statement she makes. And then they just turn away from her and continue the scene as if she was never there. It is really, really strange. If you give grandma something to do, it's an easy role to make uh, likable, you know, mm-hmm. because she's been taking care of them their whole lives and they just don't decide to do that. So I'm, I'm wondering what could be cut. To keep it at 90, but allow grandma a role, you know, because the way she's in it now just doesn't work.
1: I don't think there is any way that you can just remove something from this movie and get, get it to do what you're wanting from it. I think you have to insert something or reshoot something or something, something. I don't think you can just take a scalpel and fix it. I think you can just hobble it further.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah, again, I don't want it any longer. It already felt long. It definitely felt longer than the first one.
1: Well, let can I say something, Paul? Of course you can. Let me can. say something. We're all, like, um, attempting industry-adjacent artist people, and we all, we kind of know how the sausage is made to a, to a degree, right? And it's yeah. extremely difficult to even just, like, get all the shots you need, get everything on time, have your lines down, get it all in focus. Just the meat and potatoes of, like, technically you've made a movie is like moving a mountain. It's difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Having said that, though, as I don't want to diminish the extremely hard work of everyone involved, but I do fear that a lot of what I'm going to say about this movie will do just that. So I just wanted to acknowledge now that I appreciate all the hard work and I understand. And there's a lot about the movie that I I quite ended up enjoying by
0: the end of it. Do you realize uh, what this podcast is and the fun of it is us not liking movies? you know and we can't i mean the
1: the fun of it is uh appreciating alternative sequels
2: (laughs) sometimes in a negative way the
0: the hosts i've
2: picked (laughs) i can't help it if i'm
1: just innately not fundamentally such a good person hi
2: i'll tear Hmm. this movie apart (laughs) no let's do it okay good and i have Travis. go sit in the corner (laughs) (laughs) i have a theory for exactly every reason why this movie is the way it is and it is the fact that a 50-year-old man is writing yes. teenagers like he remembers teenagers. And I feel like if you had taken this exact exact script and done it in the 90s, it would play a lot better. And I guess they did, because he wrote She's All yes. That.
0: Right. The writer of this movie, R. Lee Fleming Jr., writer of She's All That, although She's All That had an uncredited M. Night Shyamalan controversial rewrite. Right. It's uh, crazy. But scene yes. by scene, beat by beat, this is the exact same. Like, all yeah. the beats are in the same order. Every mm-hmm. single main character is there, and every single time it's a gender swap. The best friend is a girl in overalls instead of a boy in overalls. Oh, it's like,
2: yeah.
0: it, loved her. you know, it is a one-to-one on every, yeah, she was great. So going back to your guys' point about this not being the actor's fault, I have to disagree because script-wise, I thought, this is about as good. It's just oh, millennial well. jokes instead of nineties jokes. Uh and the difference is first one's got star quality. It's got mm-hmm. Rachel Lee Cook, it's got Freddie Prince, Matthew Lillard, uh, you know, This one had a couple of is those. Played, uh... Yeah, I agree, I just don't think the leads were it. No. I think the leads are important in a in a movie like this.
2: I think that it doesn't work because I don't think that this is how uh teenagers interact with each other at all teenagers are not like that anymore
1: i will say to paul's point she's all that is not how teenagers were either true being a teenager at the time that
2: that baked my noodle too and i was like but this is how we've always been doing movies it's it's always been some old guy writing teenagers and you'll have like teenagers like saying stuff they said in the 50s and shit or like in
1: nightmare on elm street when they're all like hey up your nose with the rubber
0: hose yeah so Uh i was like
2: wow this is how we've always been doing it but because we're getting older we're really noticing it because we're the ones writing the scripts
0: one improvement well or at least a change that i didn't that i noticed in a positive way between this and she's all that was our villain the best friend character that turns on her and runs for prom queen herself i don't remember her name madison no it was, no, it was like, it was like an, ashlyn was, or something it was yeah. an odd name Oh, Alden. Alden. Alden, yeah. right. Did not get that at all. In any case, I'm still going to give props to She's All That in that the girl who plays Taylor Vaughn, the villain in that movie, is better, I think. Or at least a stronger, more fun-to-watch performance. But what I will say that I liked is, in this, they didn't just go, she's evil because she's evil. She's evil because... She's in high school, and she's almost not understanding the politics of the situation. It's like she thinks they're playing a game. The other girl thinks they're just best friends. And then at the end, when Addison Ray makes her speech about how we can all be better, she's the girl that we look at. And she's kind of like, I guess I could be better. They make it a little more nuanced as opposed to she's all that where this girl, everything she does is just horrible for the sake of, well, she's the villain.
1: I guess, well, I would say that what I really, really did like about this movie a lot was that as soon as i saw that she was a successful influencer and that that was her job i was like, this makes every other movie that tries this that doesn't have social media look a little weird in my eyes now because this is so perfect you can literally physically measure popularity and there are stakes here that are not high school popularity high school politics but real life capitalistic reasons to be popular, and I was like, this is much more fascinating and interesting. I absolutely love this. I will say that as far as the villain lady was concerned, I was still not clear what she wanted out of the dare, or why she kept popping up like an evil, you know, great gazoo so, every so time she, there was a character moment she's to poop on.
0: not the Taylor Vaughn equivalent. She is the Paul Walker equivalent. Mm-hmm. She's the best ways. friend that's always been jealous. Of her other friends, more popularity, and so she's trying to usurp her. The Taylor Vaughn equivalent in this is her boyfriend, whose name I also don't remember—is Jamie uh, D or something like D- that. D- but D- he was a big minus for me in the movie. I mean, I'm not saying the actor did a bad job. I just didn't think that you got enough of what he was i was confused the pop star by a lot yeah because it was like some scenes you'd come in he's doing a rap next scene it's like he's kung fu fighting they never allowed you to spend enough time with him to sort of get what his vibe was
1: a big problem i kind of had with this movie is that i wasn't and, and a reason that i was unclear as to who i was supposed to like in the movie is it really doesn't seem to be giving me a cohesive message like they're like, oh, social media is dumb, right? How frivolous and empty that is. But the first thing we see is her paying a $3,000 plumbing bill with right. her social media checks. So like,
0: she's putting it towards her college. Yeah.
1: Right. So I'm like, <laughs> so you acknowledge that in today's world, there's more nuance to this than just, oh, you kids and your GD Instagram. But then the whole movie, and it particularly at the end, like he's like wiping makeup off her face. And he's like, the real you. And then she goes yeah. and makes her prom speech. And she's like, guys, we don't need to just... Live our lives fake and on social media, and the whole time I'm thinking, like, you were never faking anything on social media. You no, did bake those.
0: It, yeah, you did yeah. put on
1: those. That that was your your daily routine. You are hanging out with your friends, and then at the end of the movie, they're both on social media.
0: Yes. Well, I found it really bizarre when they meet up on the horse, or not on the horse, but he <laughs> rides up on the horse, and then she gets a call from Courtney Kardashian. A, a a <laughs> real <laughs> refused fun. to leave her home Just to shoot this. Every single time you saw her, I was delighted at how cardboard her deliveries were. That was a real highlight slash low light. She calls her. She's her boss who is in charge of getting her paid to do social media. She calls her. The guy says, Cameron says, seriously? As soon as the phone rings. And then she goes, oh, I'm done with her. Hangs up, puts the phone in the pocket. Then they share their kiss. Where it's like, wait a minute, you need that money. The right. whole thing is you're poor. <laughs> you're doing this. Yeah, for he's money. not being supportive. Yeah. He's being like, a yeah. it's like it's like yeah. this
1: guy, the writer, the director, whoever's at at fault here is treating like old old school nineteen eighties popularity in high school and equating that with like this this capitalistic social media system we have in place now and he's just not bothering to untangle it at all the character the like cool guy character who fucking sucks uh just talks like if you made a 50 year old go walk around high schoolers yeah yeah yeah. like she's just like they're on a date and she's just getting a text she's texting and he goes is that an emergency like yeah yeah get get bent maybe
0: (laughs) or maybe not maybe it's 2021
1: yeah, yeah, maybe she's just got to go like, oh, I do need, I did tell them I, uh, on a date. Can't, like, go, ah, God, go shovel a horse, you piece of,
0: I hate that guy in his wig. He loves horses and uh, and camera and they get <laughs> artful <Yeah>. photos. <laughs> I will say
2: where, where the script got flipped and he actually did it right was I loved the interaction with Matthew Lillard and the young DJ. And he's like, where's all your stuff? And he's just like, what are you talking about?
0: Yeah, we paid and like, you $4,500 like, for your <laughs> yeah. phone. Yeah.
2: He's like, that's yeah. more than like I make in a month. And he's like, all right, man.
0: Well, now that you brought it up, I guess let's talk about our original cast members' roles in this movie. Mm. Starting with Matthew Lillard, who supposedly, and I don't know that I believe this, but was only on set for 30 minutes. I'm not going to say he was there for very long, but 30 minutes seems way too... He had a fair that's- amount to do in that dance i mean Uh, just
1: thinking about like he nailed it if he was ever in two different camera angled shots in the movie then he was on set for more than 30 minutes or they had every single shot set up and lit perfectly before he got there so he could without maybe maybe he was like
0: look i i got 30 minutes use it however (laughs) you can and then also after they had all his lines they had to say also, dance for the camera a little bit. We're going to put this in the end credits.
1: Yeah, thirty minutes is not enough time to, you know, yeah, graze it crafty for a second. And, right. like, I mean, unless you know, like I talk mean, that to the director,
0: just be how good he is.
1: I don't. You know, I, I just think Tony. that like the the it's physical of shots, reality yeah, of what is. filmmaking is. is and just resetting and just moving a light. And he's like, got to
0: get mm-hmm. different actors on stage with him and stuff. It's yeah. It would be right. Long.
1: Yeah. No. Um, no. I'm sure it was like not very long, but
0: right. I could say two hours, I could believe. I could buy that. Yeah. Yeah, He was there for two hours. Yeah. But yes, so he plays the principal, Principal Bosch, and he kind of pays tribute to his Brock Hudson character from the first one by dancing crazily. But he also brings in the question of whether this is a sequel or not to me. Part of what he proves is that it's not, because he's not playing his original character, nor is Rachel Lee Cook who we can talk about in a second. But he does say about the high school, when he's introducing the dance competition, which I can't wait to talk about, he says we have some weird-ass traditions at this school. It is also filmed at the same school as the original. That's cool. I
1: I don't think there's any harm at all in this being a sequel. It works better for me as a sequel. That line you just mentioned, I love that line because it retroactively makes that part of the first movie make a little more sense, like a little lampshade hanging.
2: See, I disagree. Yeah. Well, I think it is yeah. I think it is an
0: obvious reboot with some fun nods. It is I don't think it's a sequel. For being a reboot, I felt too many nods. Like so many nods. Like, I'm not saying, I mean, I guess it's a Netflix reboot of a movie in the 90s that was not even really very good. So <laughs> yeah. weird for me to pick it apart for that. But bizarre nods. And jumping over to racially e. Cook, <laughs> first of all, one of my, a nod in there is the song Kiss Me. Love it. Starts playing at the dance. And her line is, well, I'm still here. And why do I know this song? And then she dances <laughs> off screen. Yeah. The craziest part about it, delivery and everything else aside, is that the song is just starting and it's a very slow start. It's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But She that's... is dancing as if it's Funk Soul Brother. Oh, uh, maybe excited. that's what she thought it would be. Like, she, oh. she starts doing a little <laughs> oh, dog so paddle. Like, she's I, totally I thought, off rhythm.
1: I thought you were going to say, like... You know this song from the radio. We all know this song. <laughs> it's not like it's not like it's a song that Matthew Lillard's character in the first movie saying. It's not an in-universe song. It's an extremely popular song from that year.
2: Uh, I don't mind yeah.
1: it. It's cute, and I really, actually, surprisingly liked the uh, would we say remix or cover of that song that plays over the credits. Remix. I loved it. <laughs>
0: that was another thing is if if they had if the song had been going her dancing rhythm would have made more sense because it got a little faster it just felt like they didn't know how to make that happen properly it
2: probably they probably just didn't know exactly what point they wanted the song to come in yeah you know in the editing process
1: actually i'm looking i'm looking it up right now rachel lee cook was only on set for 45 minutes (laughs) yeah i was gonna
0: say another take (laughs) perhaps yeah you get what you get i'm out which
1: she didn't. She didn't break a gate from that. She just went right to her trailer. She just danced the yeah. <laughs> whole way, got changed, and went home.
0: I felt like it was very apparent that she and Matthew Lillard were never on set at the same time, because I because I thought maybe you would get a fun interaction with them being from the original, and I thought when he started dancing on stage and she looked up, I thought, yeah. oh, she's gonna go dance with him. You know, that'll be fun. But then I
2: did. I did feel ne- there was never Matthew saw Beast. her again. Yeah. Well, yeah. that'll be fun. I did feel yeah. like there was meant to be recognition. Like, whenever she looked up, I felt like she, yeah. like... like oh.
1: I'd love to have, like, been on set that day and have the director going, like, now, Matthew, she's gonna be there. No. right? Like, where that well, guy's standing. Let's look there.
0: Yeah. He doesn't look back at her. That, I mean, it was yeah. just, like, a... There's just a moment lost to the wind. It was like, okay. So that's yeah. nothing. Now, talking about Rachel e. Cook, who plays... The main Padgett's mother, Mrs. Sawyer, whatever her first name is, I felt effort-wise she was given about 20% to this movie. The first scene with her I least read Overworked Nurse, but after that I felt like you get one I would
1: say that she put in the effort that was asked of her by the script. (laughs) I think she read the script and went, I got you, I see what this is, Uh, Mm -hmm. sure. And it's not like she got, like, fun stuff to do. Like, Lillard was written, like, goofy comedy role because he's a goofy comedy guy. She was given just a sort of, uh, I guess, regular acting role is what I'll call it. And she uh, acted in it. She did that.
2: I haven't Mm -hmm. seen enough of her work to, like, discern if what amount of effort she was putting in. But I feel like it was comparable to She's All That. Sort of like a more laid back vibe you know it's not like a loud character
0: sure and i agree you know perhaps lack of fun was a part of what i was reading but i would definitely i would definitely say i felt like i noticed a a stiffness here whereas when watching cheese all that you know i was charmed and I, you know this is just taking you back to my opinion that the leads in that are echelon's above the leads in this as far as like owning a movie and carrying it across the line i would say the movies are of comparable quality overall sure yeah Yeah. i would i would agree you get in the first is uh brady prince jr star power yeah and matthew lillard giving i mean he he gave he gave about 100 percent here
1: always does what little
0: he had but uh, and also, you know, Paul Walker. I mean, you just, the first movie is sort of dripping and um, Kevin Pollack uh, and a yeah. Paquin. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: All you have to do is look at the yeah. the rest of those people's careers before and after that movie. And I can't really disagree that. What am I going to say? Freddie Prince Jr. is not a shiny apple.
0: Yeah. Now I know better guys, than Sarah Michelle Geller. You guys seem more heavily anti Tanner Buchanan. Than oh, he, I. He, uh, he,
1: not him. Not him, but his character and in this movie sucks so much. So like yeah, I not his
2: fault that the script wrote him to be pretty unlikable.
1: Maybe he's a cool dude with a kick and bot in real life, but in the movie I'm just watching it and I'm like, am I supposed to fucking hate this guy? I don't, I don't understand. Because I, I thought I was were. supposed to hate the girl for being on social media because think... that's what society hates. But now this guy shows up with his crappy beanie being a dick to everyone. And I'm like, am I rooting
2: for him? I think you're supposed to. I think he's mm. supposed to be written as mm. like the grungy alternative, like yeah. underdog. But it just doesn't work.
0: Well, for, despite probably it not reading as a teenager for me.
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't
0: have an issue with it. I really kind of I, I liked the kid. My only issue with that guy is he had an acting trick that he fell back on one hundred percent of the time, which was line, smile, laugh, and yeah. it <laughs> drove me crazy because when they're getting to know each other and she's supposed to be like breaking down his walls, they're at the coffee place and he's like, "Oh, this Nutella latte." Mm-mm-mm-mm. And she goes, Is that a smile? Are you actually smiling? And I was like, This guy smiles all the time. (laughs) He smiles for no reason over and over and over again. It's like a tick. Ridiculous for you to say, Is that a smile? Uh,
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure in what way he could be read as uh, like charming or underdog (laughs) or likable or misunderstood. Like everything he does is just like venomous.
2: Here's my theory though, like take this script and like take She's All That and flip it where Freddie Prince Jr. plays the role that Tanner Buchanan plays. Don't you feel like the dialogue and character would fit him better and it would come across more of it as an underdog? You're saying keep it, he's all that Mm
0: -hmm. just with the original leads.
2: Yeah, but just switch it. Yeah, okay. so like Freddie Prince Jr. is oh, the, Jr. Is the is, horse guy. Is the horse guy. Okay. And uh, Rachel Lee Cook would be the one who made the bet. Okay, to so then it is him up actress. to status. I just think the script doesn't suit suit well, today's saying... genre, today's vibe, today's teenagers. I think it would have worked a lot better in the '90s.
1: But I'm saying that regardless of what year it is, that guy's being an asshole. I don't think if it's 1996 on the calendar, if I'm listening to Violent Femmes, I'm like, I get this guy. I get the cut of his jib. I think I'd still be like, why are you talking to people this way? I was
0: thinking that uh, Lainey Boggs in the original, I only remember one time being upset with her for being rude to that customer.
2: Oh, yeah. She's she's
0: got a little venom in her as well. Um, I did, for something you brought up already, I loved the equivalent of Beanie... To her glasses that was you know, <laughs> the, key, the key item he's wearing for so much of the movie that you're like Jesus he wears this every day get that fucking beanie off your head guy like, I thought that was also <laughs> a
1: choice to cover the wig
0: that makes sense too
1: it could be but, both I was very distracted by uh, I
0: mean it was the ugliest thing he wore for sure uh,
1: I stupid? think the ugliest thing he wore was that bad attitude
0: Ooh. <laughs> Um, I also, I found it odd that when they're about to do his makeover, he says, have you ever done this before? And then she says a bunch of times, he goes, when have you shaved a man's face? And then she goes, oh, I can't hear you. So it's was like, he had no facial hair. So I, yeah, why I was, is that I a, I was face? a little confused. like odd sequence. Like, was he yeah. supposed to
1: be gruffy and unattractive? Because I, again, like you, didn't Perhaps. read any facial hair. And then when she was shaving him, I was like, I, not, I don't want to show my age too much, but I don't know what that thing you're holding is.
2: Yeah, um, I I'm thought not, she was yeah. going to cut his hair. I thought
1: something was going to yeah. happen. Like, he was, yeah, she was going to cut his hair or cut him. Like, it didn't play, I think, the way they wanted it Instead to it on the page. It like
0: was just a goofy montage. I mean, my guess is that it didn't change at all from the page. In the, it, probably <laughs> in the script, he had a beard. And mm. they were just like, well, say the line anyway. You know, <laughs> you know to like, shave like, off the little, the yeah, little mustache. Yeah. we're and, already set. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I also, you know, it stood out to me how much worse the iconic I'm a fucking bet line was in this sure. to yeah. Rachel A. E. Cook's huge delivery. That was the car
1: wash scene, right?
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes did yes.
1: you notice that as they were having that conversation, they, had, they were filmed on a green screen and everything behind them was in slow motion? The people washing the cars and stuff?
0: No, I did notice yeah. a lot of lack of coverage. Of yeah the background but i didn't notice a green screen wow yeah. yeah they were yeah, it, they was, were, it was like, like
2: a, i think it was a stylistic choice technically
1: yeah but, it wasn't like full like super slow motion like i almost yeah. didn't notice it we had to rewind it it was just a little slowed down i guess it was effective but yeah but,
2: there did seem to be less people behind them whenever they cut back to the on-set filming. Though. They
1: only had those people for 30 minutes. Yeah,
2: probably. I think that's why yeah. they went with the green screen thing. Like, okay. A lot
0: of 30-minute... You <laughs> only got our extras for a bit because it's still yeah. kind of a pandemic. Oh, speaking of the pandemic, this movie hit some controversy. In the Union Station scene, they shut down a COVID testing site in Union Station to film this movie, and nobody appreciated yeah, that.
2: Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Uh, which <laughs> yeah. is
1: weird because the scene called for taking pictures of people and drinking coffee, yeah. which you can mm-hmm. do anywhere that Outside. they are not testing COVID.
0: That sort of reminds me of one another point that I'll give this movie is I liked some of the details. For example, the equivalent of what was Taylor Vaughn's party or whatever was in the first one. Uh, where Brock Hudson dances and Rachel e. Cook gets embarrassed. I like the Gatsby party. I thought that was a fun detail to get them to the. He's looking good. Point. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing in this scene that cracked me up as just being so poor was the his best friend, whom we all agree great. Woo! She did mm-hmm. a great job he's already at this party girls are checking him out left and right they're like oh you're hot now you know get used to it blah blah blah. <laughs> then addison ray starts talking to her evil friend and says like you did a great job i don't know on what you something. did yeah but blah blah and then the best uh his best friend goes what you did and then she has to cover it up we're covering the bet like, oh you the haircut, blah blah. But it makes no sense for her to ask that question because it's like, yeah, she gave him a makeover. <laughs> yeah, he looks <laughs> very different. You happened? are
1: notorious. You're yeah. known for makeovers. You made him right. over. Yeah. And he's also notoriously <laughs> cantankerous. So like how did you coax him out of the cave? Like yeah. it's, a, it's a fair so question. Much happened. Yeah. <laughs> she his that best friend, she's just too crafty. She's on her.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I did I like that. I think about. that was one of the better things the movie did. Was having Cameron's best friend and Paget's best friend. Secret meeting Alliance. up. Yeah. Yeah, they're the both lesbian dressed up. Yeah, yeah. love story. Yeah, that yeah, was Yeah, that
0: nice. was good. Yeah, and I liked both of them. They were both very charming.
2: Yeah. I,
1: I liked uh, quite a few of the side characters.
2: Yeah.
0: Boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend cheater didn't work for me. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to say he ruined the movie, but I could take or leave him. I was never delighted that he was on screen.
1: He to me, I I quite liked him. He, I think he fell into another, the same trap that the main, the Addison fell into, where they're like, oh, this guy sucks, right? Look at how much he sucks. But then they'll also be like, ah, he's kind of cool and goofy, and he is a successful musician, but his music sucks. But he is making money from it, and I'm like, what? But
2: he's
0: fake. But I'm like,
1: what is the target, guys? He is clearly successful. He's not as successful. Like he only has one hit song and we're gonna dunk on him? I don't understand. I
2: think that this movie I get is, that
1: he's a cheater and a yeah, scoundrel. This movie
2: was confusingly yeah. taking the side that Kids social busy. media is only people being fake. So, you know, he but was if fake, you do he's it and a bad and person. You're real
0: it's cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, Which is cause yeah, I was confused throughout because Addison Ray specifically makes her living On TikTok. So for her to be in this movie that is sort of a, uh, you know, uh, expose on the issues with social media, I thought was interesting. But then they did bring it back to, oh, well, she's still on it. And it's still, you know, she's just being real.
1: At no point in the movie was she hiding who she really was, except from her garbage friend who the movie proves she was absolutely right to hide that stuff from. Right. With mm. everyone else, she's being her authentic self. Except, I mean, obviously, she's lying to him about the bet and stuff.
0: Yeah, but well, she's lying not... to her other nice friend also about being poor or whatever. But you I like that.
2: I like that twist where the mean friend and the nice friend bo- both found out uh, that she's not rich, and like the mean yeah. one, of course, chose to Weaponized attack her, it. weaponize it, and the nice one was like, "I, I don't care. I just didn't want to bring it up. They, I didn't want to." Hurt they
0: sort feet. of had an exact equivalent of that in the original also, because Gabrielle Mm. Union's character was so nice. Um, Yeah. It's true.
1: Something that I really liked, it's something that I'd like to notice is how they present uh, people, cell phone, how they look at their texts, how they present the streaming and stuff. I liked um, the like three phones of different sizes on the screen with the like, Mm. like semi opaque background. I really liked the way that looked. It felt really like that felt like someone was plugged into Something more current, maybe the editor or some someone knew something. Yeah. I loved the way that looked, and I actually it wasn't handled great, obviously, but I really like that the thing that connected them, and where they really crystallized together at the the party, the 1920s F. Scott Fitzgerald party, was that the move the movies presenting her as someone who takes thousands of meaningless pictures and posts them for everyone, and he takes thousands of pictures that are meaningful, but he shows no one. Right, uh, but they, they do come together in the photo booth where neither of them are taking pictures, but their photo is being taken together.
0: Yeah.
1: Although they're still in costume because they're still pretending, you know, or well, she's still, that doesn't, no. Sorry, I was trying to be smart. That one doesn't work. But still, the photo yeah. booth thing.
0: Delightful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. I agree. It was nice. Why don't you talk about the goth girl? <laughs> oh, man.
2: That is like, oh, I know, man. I keep coming back to... I keep coming back to bringing up how old the writer is, but that one goth girl felt like such a 90s trope. Like, that just felt Uh, so aggressively like
0: 90s. Now, I will say her look, because 90s goth, they had a goth girl in the original. It was um, actually Adam. Cleo Duvall. Cleo Duvall. Yes, I remember. Cleo Duvall. Yeah. Cleo Duvall. I remember Adam made the suggestion that if she had been the lead and she's all that, it would have been an exponentially better movie, yes. uh, which I think about all the time.
2: Excellent, yeah, that, point,
0: Adam. Yeah. But that was sort of the nineties goth look they gave at least this girl. They updated it. They made her more extreme, shaved her head, all kinds yeah. of crazy piercings. Um, and they had her say, you know, that line about prom being a heteronormative thing. Yeah. So there was this, Slight update. My problem with that girl, and again, I maybe this is more of a ding on the director than it is the actor, but I am going to kind of ding the actor here because my problem with that character was both scenes she was featured in, it was set up where it was like, whoa, this girl's extreme. She's going to have an extreme point of view. Then you have to wait for it, and then she says a line, and it's disappointing. I mean, in the it, the line I'm thinking of the second time is when she goes suck it and like Mm -hmm. raise the crown up i was like ah that just fell flat for me like you, you keep being set up for the home run and then and then you whiff
1: i think that like uh if i was an actor and then they were like and then we're gonna put the you're gonna take the crown and you're gonna turn to the you're gonna turn everyone you're gonna say suck it and then don't say anything else and just walk off the stage immediately i'd be like all right, I'm going to do a few, do and then I, I need yeah. notes. I need a lot of notes on yeah. where we go. Well, they were probably so,
0: working within that Matthew Lillard half hour window, no. also. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah um Right up, right up, right up. Yeah,
2: it was. It was that was good. That it was, was good. good. Moving on. Yeah, it was funny because it was such a '90s character. I liked. I liked her though. I like you know that she was there. I like that she won prom queen. Oh. I like that she was like in a man sandwich at the end, like. One of them's rubbing the back of her head, great.
1: And she's just <laughs> holding her crown up, looking at it while the two guys <laughs> dance on her. I was like, yeah, awesome. I, I liked her too, but it, it was like you said, it's such a nineties joke yeah. because there didn't seem to be any other goth people in the uh-huh. movie in the high school. There they, didn't seem to be any other kind of people. There was well, just well
0: there was the other boy that was up for prom king, the big guy. Yeah, but oh, he was ab, just
1: but he was just like Everyone, he just seemed like a normal like. There's the Addison Ray crowd, which no, I, when I was in high school we called preppies. Per-
0: I think they had some problems with supporting background characters in this. Like I, they tried to give him a personality because he would say and do such extreme things. I just felt like it was uh, muddled. It was I didn't understand what they were going for. They introduce him as he's he's Fun big sold guy, you know, an app to a tech company. He's about to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And then he's so flummoxed by how beautiful they are, he sets himself on fire in the lab. Mm. So you know he's smart. That's all you know. Then the next thing is he's up for prom king, and he screams, "I'm the king of the school!" And then he loses prom king, and then the next thing you see is he is upset. Where it's I, I, I couldn't get it a read on him me. because I was like, does he not understand what's happening around him? Like, is he just not acknowledging? Maybe he's. Really what is his status?
1: He might be one of those really rare um, tech guys who is not great with social cues.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What is his life like? What is his standing at the school like? No, they never show anyone interacting with him. It's just like he's interacting alone in every. Yeah, situation. well, you know, I
1: think the the movie,
0: true.
1: the kind of movie that this is, I think that's fair for the. I think that's on. I think that's right on track for what. But for, I,
0: what? I would say in the original. You know who everyone is. Yeah, I never had any doubts about who anyone, what their thing was.
1: I think the original is maybe put together a little more clearly, because mm-hmm. when that, it's, the, it's not the same director, is it? No. no. No,
0: but the director of this, Mark Waters, also directed Mean Girls and Freaky Friday.
1: Oh, and oh. both of those came out 20 years ago. So I think maybe well, that's true. the problem I mean, with this guy directing <laughs> yeah. high school. Is 20 years ago he yeah. was a little bit closer to the target. Now he's like it's yeah. the same target, but they're cell phones. Yeah. No, Mark, that is mm-hmm. not the difference.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. fair. Very fair. Yeah. Okay, so before it gets lost, uh, let's talk about the dance sequence. So <sighs> yes. you mentioned that that line that Matthew Lillard delivers helps to make more sense of the first one's bizarre dance sequence. Mm
2: -hmm. They
0: gave him multiple lines to try to explain it because one of his principal intercom announcements was the dance performance is now a dance competition, you know, moments before the prom or whatever. So we're supposed to understand that that's what's happening. And in my opinion, it still didn't make any sense. First of all, they never declared a winner. Of the competition, Everyone so that was won. just. Yeah, that was the other thing. It was like it would have been impossible to decide who did a better job. Which dance it's always... team? It was choreographed as if it was meant to be one piece. Together. And then at the end of it, they're all <laughs> smiling and like looking at each other, like "Good job, yes, yes." I yes, don't we think did. it was.
2: I don't think we were supposed to know it was choreographed as one piece. But that's always my thing about dance dance offs and movies that were big in like, you know, the late nineties early two thousands. I'm like, how do you decide who wins?
0: Well, yeah. We are set up to believe they are competing. Because there's all yeah. these lines and the evil girl says we're like, I hope you like the new moves that me and him choreograph. Yeah. And then it just is nothing. I mean, yeah. as far as at least the way in which it makes more sense is that it's Addison Ray, and I guess she wanted to show off what she's known for. So there's a yeah. reason for it, at least, to some extent, if anybody so
1: cares. So what I'm hearing is that there's like four or five reasons that this scene works. <laughs> no.
0: Lots of setup, <laughs> motivated one. By,
1: by the <laughs> casting. Had to do it because it was such an oddball part. It's part of the like textural quirkiness of the first movie, so of course you gotta do it. Might as well try to make it fit.
0: Love it. I'm just saying, why not go all the way and make it make sense? Declare a winner. That's all they had to do, was say... I don't know "Eh, what movie you thought you were watching. I don't know what movie franchise
1: you think you're watching. We are not here to make the dance contest. Make the most sense, Paul.
0: You said you liked that it pointed out that the first time it didn't make sense. I'm just saying, why not do that one extra thing? To, like, make it make sense? It wouldn't have even made 100% sense, but if they just said, the winner is this side of the room... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then it's like, well, I don't know how they decided that, but fine. you know. Did
2: they declare a winner in the first one? It
1: wasn't a contest in the oh. first one. They just did it. <laughs> the
2: first one, oh, right.
0: It, is a, it, is, it does seem to be a competition in the first one, but there's no formal framing of it. The only framing of it in the first one is that Usher says, everybody do that dance I taught
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> Usher said no.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. He's like, no, you barely um, got me for the first one. I'm good. <laughs> They had Matthew Lillard filling in as Usher, also in this I'll take great it. announcements. I'll take it. I would say my favorite joke of the whole movie was when the evil girl ran up there to pick up the crown because she thought she was runner up, and then he informed her she was fourth. And then she was like, "I demand a recount." He goes, "Well, it wasn't even close." Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, really
1: those those were very yeah. funny jokes when he was uh, um, being mean to the kids. Yeah. I, I, I liked that. It yeah. sounds like I didn't, but I did. Yeah. I actually did think that was very funny. I was just thinking about, did we find out who was third?
0: No. No, we never did, which I thought also was a, only because I didn't, again, going back to the um, anti-establishment girl who was runner up, I didn't like her punchline. Maybe if they took it a little further and she like broke the crown and then handed it back to him and then he had to hand it to the third place. Oh, that's broken. funny. I think I would have enjoyed that more. I I, that would have carried across the line. I felt like it just, but again, only half hour with Matthew. We got to make some cuts.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Maybe there was supposed to be a third place because I thought it was going to be whatever his friend or or her girlfriend. You know, one of the other characters. Of course, although it it is always funny to do the and the winner is a name you've never heard in the entire film and some other popular person. I like that joke.
0: Yeah, Buffy enjoyed that. Yeah, well.
1: Are we doing so unsung heroes?
0: Final... Oh, you know what? Go ahead if you have them. But I—I
1: uh... I, I was looking for one. I, I assumed we were going to do. I, I found d- one.
0: I have. I have one.
1: I think we're all going to have the same one. Maybe not oh, all interesting. It like... Didn't do I doubt name. it.
0: Yeah, I didn't oh, do okay. it. I thought. Uh, <laughs> I, but I do have. Before we get into unsung heroes, I have a question I'm going to ask whenever we do these showdown follow-ups. Uh, we had a winner on our episode. It was Adam with his staggeringly good pitch, She's All That too. The, Is there a uh, conversation a to win. be had
1: where, since he's not here now, maybe that trophy goes to someone else who had a good pitch that episode?
0: Um, we all had good pitches that episode, Travis. That was a, that, honestly, it was a solid episode. Mine Lauren's was called was, he's, he's All, all That. that. <laughs> yep. Uh, mine was a bag of chips, which was oh, all yeah. my good wow. pitches. Yeah. Uh, Travis, you declared <laughs> the winner of that episode. You were the studio exec.
2: Ah! Because um, you didn't have a pitch.
1: Uh, uh, oh, I didn't have a pitch. I was going to say, having heard you guys say all that, I was like, I do remember everyone's pitches were way cooler than mine.
0: Because well, you I, I believe you were asked to sit the... Adam wanted specifically a, uh... An exec. A studio exec type of thing. Okay. Right. He had a lot of demands and he, uh, he delivered, you know, he came through. Uh, In any case, my question is, do we concede that winner and declare he's all that the new winner, or does Adam stay an all-star?
1: I have to say that um, sheer existence gives you the edge (laughs) in sequels. So, And you know what? Despite Lauren's face right now and everything that I felt about the movie... By the end of it, because they did pack enough fun into the last, like, 15 minutes, by the end of it, when the credits were rolling, I went, all right, I get it, I'll hate it, as a sequel to that first one, anyway. Like, it's in line with the universe, so I'm going to give it to He's you're... All That.
0: Oh, Netflix really? You're stuff. you're taking away Adam's victory. Wow.
1: God, that's not how I'm framing it. I'd like to frame it as I'm giving a victory to Netflix as He's All That. Wow. I'm not, but it's I'm sucked. gaining a son.
0: But it sucked.
1: Okay, well, the first one kind of sucked. Like, what are we? What are we expecting know, from but, the, but, all that sequel? But,
0: well, if you, I mean, I guess you're just not recalling Adam's pitch. It was oh, a better be movie.
1: It. it doesn't exist. It was Anna first Paquin,
0: Hayden Christensen.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Uh,
0: it was an art school flick. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. it's coming back to me. It's possible, but
2: like I'd say, like concept wise, I would, I would, I would much rather watch. Uh, she's all that too i think it's an interesting follow-up you know it's a good continuation whereas i do believe that this one is in my opinion a clear reboot so Mm -hmm. i would rather watch a sequel than a reboot so i'm gonna say that i do believe that he's all that too is still the winner
0: she's all that too yes i well i agree and i guess so i guess we outvote our studio exec who
1: don't know why i come to work (laughs) (laughs) well oh right the money (laughs)
0: yeah
1: is the money podcast listeners
2: it's whatever, it's whatever you want it to be. I want it's, it to be money, at you know, least. Okay. <laughs> 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 um,
0: okay, so Adam remains an all-star. His victory status is safe. Uh, good so for you, buddy, And also his... good for you not watching this movie. So the only purpose uh, of this exercise
1: was to make an ass of me, it seems. To, no, I, I just you go
0: so crazy with your response. I think when we do The Matrix, it's going to be a lot more clear to you you know, how you feel one way or another.
2: Ooh, but I I don't, like I'm don't. i not Matrix. for this. Because, like, are you going to say no. that Dumb and Dumber 2 is a better sequel by existing? Because it exists?
1: Than... Pardon me. That's yeah. not the game. I thought the game <laughs> well, was is... if a sequel, a new sequel came out that did not exist that we had pitched and putting them head to head. Not necessarily fixing an existing sequel. No, I know,
0: but that's what we're saying. <laughs> you're, you're, But you're just saying no matter what... I... The new sequel is It Wins Because It Exists. Well. What's the point of what we do at all, then? Oh, God. Let's not open that door.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh,
0: Okay, so let's do Unsung Heroes. What do you got? Unsung Heroes.
2: Mine's like a moment. Because it, I was so taken aback by it, and by what it thought it was doing, and what it was actually doing, that it stuck out to me. It's whenever um, he is teaching her how to ride a horse, and she falls off the horse into the horse poop. Mm-hmm. And we just see, it's on a shot of him, and horse poop is flung at him. And it's the mm-hmm. reverse shot of her laughing with horse shit on, on her hand, hand. Yeah. i'm like mm-hmm. oh my god like jokes yeah. is absolutely on you you touched horse shit with your hand <laughs> yeah. yeah kim that was an insane moment to me
0: kim could not believe that she mm. was very upset like just and and also the fact that he then laughs she's like yeah. kid, he just cracks up <laughs> He's, yeah yeah no yeah but yeah. just
1: uh i think they were going for like was... a Ellie Sattler, Laura Dern, Jurassic Park moment where like she's a cool girl. She's not prissy. When well, she
0: she's did, Ellie Sattler poor, right? was wearing a grass.
1: Glove. Yeah. yeah, which I guess was a line yeah. that he had said to Still her. Smells
2: was... like shit, right?
1: Um, and I, yeah. I agree that she would not. I'm glad that they didn't go the like route of her being like, and stand on the table because there's a mouse. But I don't. Uh. I agree with you guys. That's disgusting. And I had not even occurred well, to it's me. Supposed to be like that a charming couple's hit in the moment.
0: Yeah. Catch up well, bites.
2: like even if like yeah. they had just cut back to her and she was just laughing, hand not shown, that would have been another moment. But the fact mm-hmm. that they went as far as to show her shit covered hand, I mean, I you think still would have known she'd have she had to yeah had but to have just, thrown it anyway. It was just
1: someone out there is nodding their head. It
2: was a baffling moment, and I was so <laughs> taken aback by it. So that's yeah. my unsung hero, just because of the sheer nerve. It's almost an unsung.
0: <laughs> I'd call that an unsung villain, really, because mm. it was upsetting mm. to everybody.
1: Horse poop. My my unsung is the uh, the guy who, and I think it was after the party when like Seth was cool and walking around school.
0: Cameron. What? Cameron. <laughs> and
1: some someone some guy behind him is like going to give him a oh, high yeah. five, and he doesn't get it, so he just high fives himself. <laughs> and he's like, I got oh, this. Oh, I missed that, and he was, just keeps going. He
2: was great. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was after the fight at the pool party, and he, like, went viral. That was very funny. Right.
1: It's weird to me that they bothered to set up that this friggin' jerk-ass moron who's gonna fight a guy just because, because he's a hero, puts his camera down at the edge of the pool, which you don't I know. do. You see it, yeah. Absolutely
2: insane. But then, insane. it's not
1: even the reason it gets pushed in. Right,
0: right. The, right. The the Mark, Mark McGrath
1: it. just picks it up and throws it in the pool.
0: Another now that I'm remembering another thing that struck me as really bizarre. And it was, it, it it was essentially just them rushing to get plot points in. They have to set up that the ex-boyfriend tries to take advantage of the little sister in that moment to yeah. get them to fight. First of all, mm-hmm. really rushed thing to set up in general. But secondly, the way that happens is the ex-boyfriend is fighting actively with Paget. Uh, who the little sister knows and really likes, the way they get her into that scene is they finish fighting. The little sister comes in and goes, everything okay here? (laughs) Yeah. And then stays to talk to the ex-boyfriend, who she doesn't know. So it's this really weird, like... I mean, she's a
2: fan of him, but it definitely was like, like, and me too. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like
1: (laughs) that actor... And Paul, I feel like you're going to disagree hard because you weren't very charmed by him. But he no. reminded me of um, oh, I don't know the actor's name, Francis from Malcolm in the middle. oh, yeah. oh sure.
0: um Christopher Kennedy Masterson. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: love that okay. guy. He uh, did have a guy. And, and then this, this 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 handsome fella had uh, just a little bit, a little bit of his mannerisms, a little bit of his snappy delivery, particularly in the in that house party scene. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not going to say that he didn't bring anything to the table. I thought, you know, he had a good look for the character. I believed he could backflip, you know, like there was, (laughs) there was stuff about it that worked. I think my main problem with that character was he didn't feel like a whole character. They just brought him in as needed and you didn't get to spend any time with him that established who he was. In fact, the one scene that you get where he's not like actively interacting with a main character as like an opposition is he's with his friends. He's complaining that the girl that he cheated with dumped him for a new guy. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, I can't believe he she dumped me for this random person only has 300,000 followers. He goes, well, he does play for the Clippers. That should be where the scene ends. Like, the friend says that, and then he's like, if he's the mean jerk, he he's like, Okay, hey, you're supposed to be on my side. But then the weird turn it takes is he says, yeah, that is really cool. And it's like, what? Who is this yeah, guy? Yeah, and then that's, that's where that's, the scene ends. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean about about like being kind of confused throughout the movie because I'm like, well, the the he's all the he and he's all that is just the worst, <laughs> and she seems like pretty pretty like I'm on board with her like she's doing kind of a crappy thing, but hey, it's high school, uh, and I, I, but the movie seemed to be taking the reverse position, uh, and then yeah, with with his character, I'm like, so, but he is. Literally, objectively, we can measure it in dollars, which is how we measure success in America. He is successful. You might not like his song; that's fine. We can dunk on him for that, but right to like frame he's him as ass. a... That's the yeah, deal. he's an ass. He's a he's yeah. a jerk. But yeah, it was kind of um like that character could have easily been like a a, a Chris Pratt on Parks and Rec, like sure. just lovable, oafy, but Idiot. like a selfish jerk.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, or he yeah. could
1: have been, you know, your Paul Walker, like mustache twirler. I mean, but I they think decided you know, to he's, just do whatever they needed for the scene.
0: Just yeah, he is playing the Taylor Vaughn, but he's also sort of filling in as the Matthew Lillard, and just coming nowhere near uh, level of quality. Well, yeah, he kind of had um, to shoulder sure. a
2: couple of characters.
0: Yeah, they had role. a couple people like that.
1: I, I'm not necessarily plugged into the uh, current music scene. But did his song sound like old fashioned to you guys? It sounded like a song yes. that would have been in, like, like, I was shitty, like, slow, to me,
0: it was like, yeah. I was like
1: I, that's for me. Mm-hmm. That's a song right. style I recognize as foolish. I don't think that we're doing that anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do agree. Also, they had established that that was his only song. But yeah. they made it a big thing that she was going to the set of like his new video. So I felt like the backstory was a little unclear as as to like
1: I think no I think that was the video for the song the song for the song popular, that was already a hit and then they were making okay. a video for it yeah and she was Got throwing um, almond balls at him
0: uh, croquembouche almond flour <laughs> croquembouche yes oh, those look all good. jokes related I to I wanted those. Oh, yeah. all jokes related to croquembouche were terrible
1: were there jokes related to croquembouche in this movie
0: she said something like when she's throwing them, she made a croquembouche pun. And mm. then her evil friend later said, "Like I'm gonna shove Crokenbush in your Croken face."
2: No, that was um like that. Cameron's friend, Nisha.
0: Oh, right, um, the, uh, She like the, she like uh, got out
2: of the car and like she's like, "If you spooky. hurt him, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. But croken yeah.
1: Crokenbash is right there.
2: Oh, that's true.
0: Yeah, see, Crokenbush is right I, there. I, I, a lot of this movie just needed punch ups, and I you yeah. know I'll say that for anti-establishment girl. I'm not saying I'm opposed to her character. She just, her lines needed punch-ups. But, A half hour every day. That's what they had. Half hour yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every scene. Alright, well, uh, I think we thoroughly dissected and, uh, well, we watched it. You can't say yeah. we didn't watch <laughs> it. We obviously didn't know what happened in the movie. Critics uh, agree, we watched it. And there it sits. And no thanks to Travis, we still have our victor, Uh, congratulations, Adam. (laughs) We look forward to challenging your all-star status, uh, whenever you do come back for perhaps, uh, a better movie. Now, anything you guys want to plug or say to the listeners on your way out?
1: Uh, yeah, the He's All That soundtrack is on Spotify. You can listen to that Kiss Me remix if you want. (laughs) Oh, no, I guess we should, uh, like, yeah, if you're listening to this, The Hotel, our podcast is out currently, going strong, if you like, um short short ish form horror please listen to that it's super good and also our funsies podcast i've never seen star trek is also currently out a few episodes now and it's uh we're introducing our friends to star trek who have never seen it so if you've never seen it join us won't you nice
2: and I am back from vacation and taking Funko orders. Woo. So check out my website, Lola's Custom Funkos dot com and on Etsy, pop that Funko.
0: You know, not for sake of fanhood, but I wouldn't mind, you know, a Cameron Queller <laughs> Funko uh, just to see how you can do that hair, that beanie, you know, pre pre makeover. Cameron Queller. Pre makeover Cameron.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't if hate make that, I'm to gonna see
0: how that came out. <laughs> and honestly, given that guy's face, I think it would look more like his face than most <laughs> Funkos look like the face. Interesting. You know, he had those big eyes and that chub, baby chub. Baby yeah. chub.
1: I thought he had very. Baby chub. Uh, really, I thought he had like a like like a well, strong. Maybe it was just because of jawline. the beanie
0: and the wig. It was it rounded his face. I felt. Oh,
1: I see this picture. Yeah, his hair—his yeah. ma- hair makes it look like it's filled out more. But when he has short hair, he's just regular, yeah,
0: regular, regular handsome. handsome. Yeah. Well, regular handsome. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I greatly look forward to doing a regular episode with you guys and more of these. So stay tuned. Stick with it. Uh,
1: Is there anything you want to plug, Paul? No. <laughs> Sorry. Continue then.